hotties. Hey, good. Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Funny, Always Awkward. This is a podcast about nothing and everything, especially being a hot fucking mess. I'm Maddie. And I am Grace. Hi, Grace. And just a reminder that we have a subscription feed called Sometimes Extra, where you can get a bonus little episode from us and support us poor gals. Come hear our secrets. Thanks. I just have to say a quick happy birthday. Oh, thank you. You're a year older. I'm a year older. I'm officially 27. That's the... Oh, 27 Club. I know, I know. It's been discussed a lot. Maybe I'll be a part of the 27 Club. No, don't say that. Bad juju. Knock on all the wood. Yeah. No, no, no. wood. How was your birthday? It was good. It was really, it was nice and relaxed. Mm. I'm not a huge B-Day celebrator, Mm. but I had such good food. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's the best part. The older you get, the more it's just about the food you eat. Yeah, good dinners. Mm. God, love a good dinner. Did you have a good dessert as well? Yes, Mm. tiramisu. Ooh, is that yeah. your dessert of choice? I love tiramisu, bit yeah. Bit of coffee, bit of chocolate. I think if I had to pick, a bit of bicky. Mm. But every tiramisu is a little bit different. Some does it with a bit of a sponge in the bottom. Oh. Then you can have the classic with the biscotti. With the, biscotti. the one that I had on my birthday dinner was like, was it almond tiramisu? So it was like cream. Oh, amaretto type stuff? Like a liqueur or something? Can't, like think those kind of flavours. Yeah. But it was it was crunchy because oh. it was almond covered in like um, cocoa. I love a bit of texture. Yeah, it was really good. It love was just, crunchy. It almost gave cocoa pops, oh. but like bougie. <laughs> bougie cocoa pops. I like that. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. It was really love. good and really expensive. Oh, that's yeah. even better. Oh, I don't know. I'm so cheap. Whenever I like, <laughs> not for your birthday. I know, but whenever I like go to like these really bougie places, like I went to a place called Barbas, mm. which is this very cool place in the inner west of Sydney. Yeah, and the food is phenomenal. Everything that I'm eating is phenomenal. Love. But then I just feel like my dad the whole time because I'm like, oh. is that what I'm paying? Is that for worth this? Th- is that worth thirty bucks? Are you joking? Yeah. I could go down to I know. Joe Blow down the road and get this for a quarter of the price. I could make that for less. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't get the atmosphere or mm. the gorgeous mm. flavours. I uh, accidentally went on a very bougie date last week where I paid uh, $20 for two tiny tacos. <laughs> $20. Yeah, that's harsh. good tacos, harsh. but it, I was just like, whoa. Where I draw, uh, draw the line is, like I said, the food was phenomenal at Baba's, but um, they have like this really famous thing that they serve, which is like half a chicken, chips, tom, which is like a garlic paste. This sounds and like very like affordable takeout food. Sure, right, right. How much was it? $68. What? Right, right. So this is like my my friend that I went with, she was like, oh, like, you know, let's do it. Apparently it's really, really good. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I can't. I can't bring myself to pay that much money. No, <laughs> that is that could never be worth that. Half, half, a chicken. Chicken, half a chicken. Everything that I read online about it, it is amazing. But and like the flavours are great. Couldn't. But I just couldn't. I, the, the whole time I would be sitting there thinking about the fact that I've just paid $35 for a quarter of a chicken. Yeah. And... At least with the other food, I can sit there and be like, this is, like, different. This is adventurous. Yes, it's expensive, but, like, maybe that's what it's worth. I can lie to myself. Mm -hmm. I can't lie to myself about half a plate of chicken. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Somebody said this to me recently. It's like living a Prosecco lifestyle on a lemonade budget. 
Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. can't. I couldn't. I'm always going to be living on a lemon. No matter how much money I make, I'm always going to be living on a lemonade budget. No, if I started making serious money, I would. I think I would be so bad with it. Yeah. Like I would just. I'm already bad with my money, and it's <laughs> not a large amount of money. Um, you earn good money. Come yeah, on. but it's not. I'm not like a lavish lifestyle no. by any means. Yeah, we aren't real estate like, agents. No, no, I'm not. Um, what's that? I'm not selling sunsets. No, you know, um, I'm not Chris Shell. I keep seeing so much about selling sunsets. I've, it's making a comeback. I'm seeing a lot too, and I'm thinking maybe I just need to suck it up and watch it. Yeah, I me feel like too. I have to ride the train. Should we watch that next? Yeah, mm. I'm, I did watch the first couple of seasons, but it was when I just got my wisdom teeth done. Oh, and I was on like Bit hardcore. Loopy. Yeah, I was yeah. on hardcore painkillers. So I don't remember. <laughs> oh, it's just, oh, just a fever dream. <laughs> Real estate, no nah, architecture. <laughs> Who are these bald twins? Oh, no, what? <laughs> sorry, sorry. What was the that? The owners, they're bald twins. I see. I have nothing. I know nothing about yeah, those. they're like something. quite small. They're like you're identical just, and they're bald. You're just having dreams of these bald twins. I know. It, it could be a horror. It could be like a nightmare. Uh, yeah, like a plot of a horror. Is it a reality real estate show or is it the new season of American Horror Story? I don't know. I don't know. <gasps> Who knows? The bald twins really, yeah, it makes it confusing. It does. So yeah. good. But how are you, Maddie? I'm good. Yeah. I went on three dates last week. Oh. You are out there. You're vivacious. Yeah, I'm having a relationship renaissance. <laughs> is this in hopes that you can find someone to bring home for Christmas? Oh, that's, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. I'm having so, – oh, the conversations around Christmas, it's really difficult because um, calling out my mum. My mum really wants all of her kids home, of course. Yeah, But, you know, sure. both my sisters have partners. And so, like, you know, yeah. who do you spend And one Christmas of your sisters with? lives out of state either way. Yeah. yeah, she is coming home this year for Slay. the first time in a while. But then my older sister's like, well – you know, it actually technically is my partner's year to spend mm. with his family. Mum's mm. getting a bit upset and she jokingly went, I think I might just go to Hawaii with your father. And I was like, Mum, what about me? <laughs> I'm very loyal to you. I have nowhere else to go. I have no other choice. I have nowhere else to go for Christmas. What do you mean? <laughs> Fuck you. She's like, oh, okay, I'll, I guess I'll stay home. I'm like, you fucking better. No, that's not the solution. Take me to Hawaii. Oh, yeah, true. Take me to Hawaii. <laughs> I want to be in my White Lotus era. <laughs> no, I, I went for volume with the dates. If you guys don't know, I've had a bit of bad luck with people cancelling and rescheduling. Oh. So I went for volume. I actually organised four dates and I ended up having three out of the four. That's not bad. I feel mm. like like judging by other dates that you've had in the past where you'll organise one mm. and it'll just say keep bailing, keep bailing, Yeah, you would assume that only one would come through a four. Yeah. It's like embryos. Like, yes. You, you make them. But then they've got to go through their first stage of living yeah. and then they've got to go through that second stage before <laughs> you is, can say it's viable. That is the perfect <laughs> analogy for dating. Embryos. <laughs> yeah. So you had three. Yeah, three. That's amazing. And one of them was that really bougie Mexican restaurant where yeah. you paid a lot of money. Cool, cool. Were yeah. they good tacos at least? I didn't Oh, ask. they were really good. One was an octopus taco. Oh, that I love really a bit of octopus. And then we had a, a pork belly one, which was okay. Oh, okay. But the octopus one was really good. Yeah, good. And then I paid $20 for a glass of wine. Wow. Whoa. Considering, like, my go-to bottle of wine is $14, that was a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. That's a lot. For a glass. That's, like, $68 for a plate of chicken. Yeah. Same vibes. Yeah, yeah, $20 yeah, yeah. for a glass of yeah. wine. And it's one of those ones where they give you that huge glass, but then they just put a tiny little bit. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a standard glass. No. I think you're rubbing me. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just also like I want to feel like I've got more, not less. Yeah. Give me a small glass with more in it. I want to go to a pub where you get a tiny little wine glass, mm. but it, they fill it all the way to the brim. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not classy, but at least you know you're getting your value. <laughs> you're getting your money's or, worth. I love those glasses that have the line on them of where it's meant yeah. to be because it's like it's too hard to remember how much how I'm meant much to wine. give you. So I just bore it yeah. to the line. And you love the bartender that just fills it up like a couple Ooh. millimetres above the line mm. and you're like, oh, bless you. Love ya. Love ya. Gosh, that's so Australian. Yeah. We're going to talk about that a bit later. Yes. But we have to talk about what we're loving this week. Yes. Grace. Yeah. What are you loving? I'm back on my hair care. Great. I mean, I never left my hair care, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I um, I got like a bunch of emails from people that were like and messages from Instagram that were like telling me things to do. Yeah. There was like a, a strong wave <laughs> of people saying like, you're going to have to dry your hair. Like you can't just air dry it while you're sleeping. If you missed it. And then be upset that it's not nice. Yeah. And I'm like, stop it. I don't want to hear that. If you missed um, the episode, Grace is on a hair journey and we keep telling her that she should dry her hair after washing it at night before bed. And for some reason. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. And so what's the update in your hair so journey? So I have bought new hair products. Cool. I've bought a new shampoo and conditioner. Clarifying? For some reason I feel like that word is useful. Clarifying yeah, shampoo. Yeah, yeah. So clarifying is really good for um, like product buildup. Okay. Which oh, I don't really have. You have grease. I have grease. I, I, like I have it. a scalp that is somehow dandruffy but also very oily. How you can know? it be both? Combination how, scalp. How's she doing that? Mm. I don't know. She's talented. Bless her. <laughs> Bless her cotton sock. <laughs> I so I went to the hairdresser. I got my hair done for my boy's oh, day. Oh, lovely! Yeah, see these bangs? They're shorter. They're oh, a bit cute. crazy, but yeah. they're shorter. The curtain bangs are back a bit. I they're like back, it. Yeah, cute. And I was talking to my hairdresser, and I was like complaining, and I was like, oh, like I've heard about this brand, which someone had actually reached out and talked about Evo, Evo, which I'd used before, and I do really love their products, and I think they're really good, and they definitely helped with. Like, they they did help keeping my scalp, like, at a base, and I do think that I didn't have as much dandruff, but wasn't giving me everything. So now I've moved on to a different product called Davro. Davro. I know. What a name. name. I know. Davro. It feels exotic. No, it sounds Australian to me. Yeah, it's very Australian. Like, it's made made in Australia. It's like like a classic Australian hair care brand. Absolutely. But I think Davro gives me, like, it makes me think of Davros, which is Greek. Oh. And I'm thinking, like, exotic. Okay, it's from Santorini. Um, Got it. That, that's what I've decided, Love yeah. It. I haven't reached out to them yet for a comment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I have just started using it and I have one, like, a scalp detoxing uh, dandruff one. Treat- right? Treatment or shampoo? No, it's a shampoo. Got it. And then I have a volumizing conditioner. Love. That will hopefully help my hair not look like a flat because the grease is obviously greasy. Thing. Yeah, the yeah. oil, I should say. Grease sounds mm. like it's coming from a vat of fast food. It's oil. I mean, I mean it's the same. You shit. are what you eat. <laughs> <laughs> but like the oil would be really weighing your hair down. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, making yeah. it like not volume. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. To care. How long have you been using it for? I am on my first wash. Oh, okay, so we still need some time before we. <laughs> yeah, we, but look, after the first wash, I will say like my hair was really oh, nice. That's I great. I air dried it. I did <gasps> not while I was sleeping. Okay, cool. Just like I did it in the morning and then I air dried and I was like, oh, like my hair's sitting okay. We are currently at the second day and it's too greasy for me to have my hair down. To be honest though, it's not that bad though. 
Like I from, did put a lot of dry shampoo in it. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, so we've got some help from dry shampoo. But that's okay. Yeah. We're allowed to boost. But yeah. you know what? I'm proud of you for air drying. That's called growth. Yeah. Hair yeah, growth. Yeah. I didn't wash my hair just before bed. Oh, good. Slay. Slay. What are you loving, Maddie? Mine is not a product. It's more of a vibe. Yeah. Uh, I'm in my, uh, what do we call it? Because, you know, there's this, the stages of your cycles. I'm in my pre-flop. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, am I just about to hit my period? And for me, it lasts so long. My period lasts three days, but my pre-flop is like nine. Really? It's like, and I'm like emotional and bloated. Do you know, you know, the the pre- period bloat and you just feel like crap. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But what I'm loving is the pre-period boob swell. Do you get that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Do and you so get I, it every month? I feel like the older I get, the worse it gets, okay. the, the boob swelling. Yeah. Like they're very sensitive, but they're huge. And yeah. so like when I wear like a low-cut top with a push-up bra on, I'm like, heck, when Hello. did I get a boob job? How Hello. did that happen? Maybe it's just your body being like, do you want it? Do you want a boob job? This is how it would look. I have been thinking Try about it. Try before you buy. <laughs> I've thought about it and I don't know why. Probably not. Maybe. It's up to you. Maybe. Do my mum's had one. My grandma's had one. So I'm like, well. Well, it's in the genes. Keep it in the family. Yeah, it's in <laughs> you the know, the next generation. Stuff. Nobody's had a boob job in this generation, so it's got to be me. <laughs> Don't make your sisters go through it. It's your turn. <laughs> it's for me. Um, so, yeah, that's all I'm loving is just my – because I want to try and, like, make my period experience a bit more positive. You know, I yeah. am crying at the drop of a hat. But yes. my boobs look great. And that's, <laughs> that's all that's worth it, really. Yeah. As long as the rest of society – Gets to be involved and benefit yeah. from you going through the hardest thing. Yeah. Slay. Slay. I spoke to my accountant. I cried. Uh, but my boobs looked good. They looked good. Were you on a Zoom? No, I was in the office. Oh, I wow. cried afterwards. I cried in the car. I was like, Mom, I'm overwhelmed. She's like, yes. <laughs> Accounting is really hard. It's stressful. It's like, been really busy. It's been a, a weird year for me, though, because my income has shifted because of content and it's so inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. How do you do your tax? I don't know. That's why I have an accountant now. Yeah. I'm like, please help me. Yeah. Just push all the documents across her the table. Do even, it. Like, even when I do just have like a regular job and I... I'm meant to have my tax allocated correctly. Yeah. Something always goes wrong. And the last couple of years, I've owed so much money. Oh. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so frightened of being audited and then I have to just, like, go to jail or something. I don't know what really happens. <laughs> but I'm just, like, so the scared. Judge just on the gavel. <laughs> to jail. <laughs> Straight to jail. jail. Before we move on to chat about what we're actually chatting about today, I have to read out an email from one of our listeners, friends, Boyfriends. So good. Yeah. A couple of episodes ago, we did a tell me about it on one of our Wednesday episodes about things that your partner does that really annoys you. And the final one we read out was a partner who got annoyed that she he called his penis his cleanest. <laughs> so funny. And I think I really appreciate this man reaching out. Oh, me too. It's such a full circle moment <laughs> that we never get. I normally or you, we normally just like fill in all this context yeah. and make things up. Because that's all we got. And the truth is better than fiction. <laughs> and that has been example exampled in this email. It's so, so good. So it was not, yeah, not the girlfriend didn't submit it. It was her friend submitted it on her behalf. On the behalf, yeah. And then the girl that submitted it showed her friend, then she showed her boyfriend mm. the episode of us. Apparently, ro- I don't think we roasted him that hard. No. We thought it was cute. I think it was like an ample amount for someone that calls their penis a cleanest. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he felt like he needed to clarify. <laughs> so let me read out the uh, email. So the subject line in full capitals is, I am the cleanest man. <laughs> 
I love it. He says, Hiya, my girlfriend showed me, maybe that's British. I feel like Hiya's British. Hiya. 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 Hiya, you're right. Do you want to do it in a British accent the whole time? No. All right. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Where is he from? Is he from North London? <laughs> Hiya, my girlfriend showed me the episode where you rinsed the utter shit out of me. And <laughs> I don't think we did. I don't think we did either. I think we could have gone way harder. I think it's the spotlight effect. If someone's talking about you, you just assume it's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe he's really proud of his little nickname. Yeah. And so to hear any critiques, he's like, what? What do you mean? I think it's perfect. Yeah. So he's like, where you rinse the utter shit out of me and I was in hysterics. Glad to hear he was laughing about it. <laughs> Good. However, I feel a bit of context is fair. So fair. The genesis of the cleanest was because... <laughs> <laughs> genesis. Really like the truth is so much better than what we make up. Like I would never sit here and be like the genesis, the genesis of cleaners. <laughs> it's like a, like a chapter from the Bible. <laughs> the genesis of the cleaners was because I would get up for a wee in the night, wash myself, and then get back into bed and spoon her. <laughs> upon feeling my moist cleaners upon her, she exclaimed, "Get your pissy dick off me!" So fair. <laughs> At which point I exclaimed, "Twas not piss. Twas <laughs> was in." In fact, my cleanest. <laughs> he adds, and this is my favourite part. Also, she farts like an anti-aircraft cannon when I'm spooning her and says, it's my butt blowing you a kiss. It's a love puff. That is, the. this is like the most girlfriend-boyfriend yeah. message ever. It's like, yeah, I put my wet penis against her, but it's fine. I've washed it. She dries it with her love puff. Yeah, it's fine. And then she's fighting on my dick. It's a love no. puff. And then he signs out saying, cleanest man out at the end of the email. And that was my favourite email ever. As soon as I got it, I was, like, giggling. I, I replied to him, screenshotted it, sent it straight to you. I was like, this yeah. is – I'm dead. The love puff killed me. Yeah, I think, like, roasting his girlfriend when she didn't even, like, send it she in. She didn't even send it, it in. It was the friend, although I don't know what kind well, of intimate details you know of the friend. Maybe it's because she told her friend. Yeah. You know, the cleanest was meant to be intimate. You've told your friend. Yeah. That's crossing a boundary. And now your friend's told the world by submitting it to this podcast. But I also think, like, it's so silly to think that your partner's friends don't know everything. They 100% know everything. Yeah. My, my friends know everything about Tom. Yeah. Everything. Well, it's quite funny too because, like, if you have a fight with someone but then when you make up, it's like, oh, shit, I bet I've told all the bad things to my friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to be careful what kind of fight is it. Yeah. Do you want it to be donezos? Yeah. Or are you going to reconnect? This happened to me recently. I, yeah. I got the ick. I cut it off. I told everyone why I got the ick and then I was like, um, maybe I'm seeing him again. <laughs> maybe I'm seeing him again. But since, it's fine, then, it's fine. since then we're not seeing each other anymore, so it's fine. Yeah. But – I told everyone. Yeah. I told everyone my ex and nobody can forget that. No. And no, I it thought about it in my, my brain head. when you told me. I thought about it in my head. I was like, if I do start dating this man, I'm going to have to pretend he's a different man. He's changed somehow in three weeks. No, he's di- I'm dating someone different. Oh, just true. Gonna like pretend you're just lying. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just be like, that. no, that wasn't him. This is a new man <laughs> with the same name and the same photos that I showed you from the dating app. That wasn't Patrick. This is Patricia. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Thank you, cleanest man, for your email. Thank you, cleanest man. We appreciate it. You really have done us a solid. Now, we're going to talk about... Something that's been on my mind for so long. Yeah. I, years ago, I want to paint the picture. I'll go. Like the cleanest man. Provide some context, Mm. if you will. Sweeping my (laughs) face. You're going to do that every time you start a story. Let me just like... It's like the curtains opening of a show. (laughs) She like flicks her fringe out of her face. (laughs) 
it's funny because they're like so poor. Like I haven't done anything with them, so they're like cramped to the wrong no, angle. No, they're sitting well. Uh, yeah. I think you're lying to me. No, they're done. Uh, okay. <laughs> but years ago, Tom and I got recommended to watch this documentary that was just made from like our public broadcasting station on like our regular TV, ABC. Love her. Love ABC. Love supporting ABC and SBS. And it was called Who Whacked Patty? Oh. Right? Patty Whack. Patty Is that Whack, where that song Whack. comes from? No, no, no. no. Oh. They're making a play on it. Oh, okay. Like, I see. Patty Whack, Who Whacked Patty. What is that song? How does that go? Patty Whack. It has Patty Whack in it. Nick Knack, Patty Whack, Give a Dog a Bone. Oh. That's such an Australian song. Yeah, it is. Nick Knack, Patty Whack, Give a Dog a Bone. Yeah. This old man came rolling home. God, look at you with yeah. your nursery rhymes. Memories. I don't know any. That's a very Australian that is, song, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Anyway, anyway who so whacked we, Patty? We watched it. It's about this tiny town and In the, the documentary mi- was amazing, right? Yeah. It was phenomenal. And Tom and I were telling all of our friends, you need to watch it. I'm essentially just giving you this context to say I was in there first. Got and it, like, I right. love it because now Netflix has made a documentary about this town. Now it's mainstream music. I'm town, not interested anymore. About, yeah. Yeah, got it. About this town, about this man that's missing called Patty. Yeah. And people are coming to Tom and I being like, oh, my God, have you heard of the town of Larimer? <laughs> so you've been I've talking about Larimer for years. For years. <laughs> Larimer, Larimer has been burned in my brain. <laughs> that pink panther yeah, the pub, is yeah. in my head forever. It's renting a room. It is. It's not paying much rent because there's not a lot of business there. No, there isn't. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> not but anymore. To, to provide context about these two documentaries, mm. the, the new one that's on Netflix is called Last Stop Larimer. It's a two-part doco series about a man that went missing from this tiny town in the middle of Australia. It's in the Northern Territory, yep. so like kind of in the desert area. It's literally tiny. There are 12 residents. Well, 12 they re- there, was. there were 12 <laughs> residents. Now there's and 11. Now there's 11 because one of the residents mm. went missing yes. and nobody knows what happened to him. Yeah. So it's this doco series where they're interviewing the the members of the town and yeah. they flash back to this, I'm assuming, this documentary that you've watched. There's yeah, some, like, earlier they've, footage, they've including also, like, some of Patty. Yeah, they've been filming the town for a while. Yeah. People have, have been interested in the idea of Larimer because it's, like, Australia's smallest town. Yeah. I just, why would you live in a town that small? It seems as though no one that lives in the town gets along with anyone. No, it becomes very clear that they all hate each other. But no, but like out of society as well. So oh, Patty was run out of outcasts. his previous town, oh, was Dally it? Waters. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but I do love the reason why this documentary has gained so much circus yeah. is because the residents are hilarious. They are. Like, they're they such are characters. the most Australian people you can think of. I was embarrassed. I texted oh, you so in the funny. first 10 minutes. I was like, I am embarrassed to talk about this on the podcast because you said let's talk about it. Yeah. Because all they talk about is the good old days, which is just getting drunk. Pissed. Just <laughs> so pissed. They're like, yeah, go. What's my life in Larimer? Getting drunk. Drinking 4X Gold, which is the oh, worst beer you can but possibly But just getting drink. plastered and that's all they do. Yeah. They go to this pub, which they've – it's like a Pink Panther-themed pub. Yeah. And they get plastered. Yeah. Then they go home. But a bunch of them have been banned from the pub. Oh, yeah. So that's they hilarious. hate each other. Where are you going? I know. The pub is the only residence. No. And so they're just drinking in their caravan. They're just drinking. It's just amazing, right? And then it's like, just a town of alcoholics. It's crazy. Absolutely. And that is that – if that's not Australia – 
I, I don't know. know what it is. And that's why I was so embarrassed because, like, I was watching this and I was like, there are people in my life who are like this. Yeah, this is yeah. so fucking Australian. So we're going to be talking on our podcast about this and we have an international audience and we're really calling out Australian drinking culture. Yes. And it's bad, especially in that generation, like, above the, the age of 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's bad. Yeah. That's all they do. But they've... They've likened, we've been likening this documentary to Australia's Tiger King. Yeah. So I think, like, for international listeners, it's, yeah. like, it 12 is... versions of, what's his name? Joe, what's his name? Oh, what is the Tiger, Tiger King's King. name? Joe. What's the woman's name again? Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Joe Carol Exotic. Baskin. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Because that's not his real last name. That's just, like, his yeah. pseudonym. Joe and Exotic. He's still yeah. in jail, isn't he? Yes. But I reckon, yeah, the Larimar... Town yeah. is literally twelve oh, variations so of Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic. Well, they, and they all hate each other. It's the same thing. Oh my god, it really is. But it's yeah, but it's just like it's Australia's version in the sense of the way that they talk shit is so funny. Yeah. So there's a there's a ex wife and husband that live in the town, Fran so, and Bill. Yeah, Bill, Billy and Fran. They were married for like thirty five years, yeah. and they've been divorced for I don't know, like over ten years yeah. or so. And they live opposite each other in this tiny town and they're, like, interviewing Billy and Billy's looking at the camera just saying, I'm not leaving, it pisses her off. I'm going to stay here until I die. (laughs) That's amazing to me, like, the dedication to pissing your ex-wife off. No. Fran, who is probably, like, one of the bigger characters in the story. She is our Carol Baskin. I love her. She's so problematic. She's so problematic. She's so annoying. Yeah, she's so the annoying. The way she talks, she talks like this. Oh, no, yeah. that's not very good. It's no, a bit it's more nasally. Like and yeah. it, she's always talking really loud-pitched. And, oh, I didn't do anything in my pies. Oh, Her and her pies. Her voice is so annoying. Anyone said anything about her pies, my God. And there was like, there were speculating that she, it was like a Sweeney Todd situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where yeah. she'd killed him that and then baked him, him into her pies. It's like the plot line itself, there isn't really a plot line. No. Because there's no resolution. You can't get anywhere. Paddy was there until 2017 and, and then, then he, he went missing. They still haven't found him. No one knows what's happened. There's lots of theories, but I highly recommend everyone to watch it. It is fun. And if not for the plot line, just for like seeing... This really ocker town. Yeah, and just really understanding when we say bogan, this is what we mean. This is bogan. This is bogan. Yeah, this is true blue, blue. Aussie. <laughs> They're like true Everyone blue. is in footy shorts. Yeah. Do you know how many times they said happy-go-lucky? Oh, he's just a happy-go-lucky man. (laughs) Everyone was happy-go-lucky. No, but also Paddy, Paddy, in all the footage that they have of him being interviewed back in the day, like he says, fair income, fair income, income. which is so Aussie and true blue and I'm not, Actually, what's really funny is Paddy's also from Ireland. Yeah, but he moved here. He, when he moved was here 19. in '66. Yeah. Still, the first 20 years of your life, you're in Ireland. He is the most Australian-looking man mm. and sounding man I've ever seen. Yeah. He is so deeply similar-looking and sounding to my grandfather. Oh. These are my origins. Yeah. Like I, I Barry this... actually Barry sounds like my granddad. Does Barry, he? who was the um the pub owner? The pub owner was it Barry? No, who's the one that checks in on Barry? What's the friend? One of the friends, Carl. Maybe. Yeah. He's the one that wears the singlet that like goes all the way down here. Oh yeah, Carl. <laughs> Carl. Carl. That's my granddad. <laughs> oh my god. Like I, my grandfather, he talks very 
mumbled. He yeah. doesn't know how to do a full sentence. No. I've never seen the man drink a glass of water. He's so dry. Ugh. The man is just so scaly. He's just sweating beer. <laughs> yeah, he does love beer. Loves a beer. Oh. But he's born and bred very rural country in yeah. New South Wales and has never left it. And he also is always wearing a hat. He's always yeah. wearing a Kubra like Barry. Kubra. So I think maybe when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, wow, it's my family. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> home oh gorgeous if you haven't checked it out it's called last stop larimar you really should Um, watch it it's a good show i'm kind of embarrassed to recommend it just because it really does sum up australian drinking culture especially in that generation and also just like (sighs) how hilarious australians can be oh yeah that small town feud oh Oh, i love it get over it i think i'm actually made for it i think i should move to a really small town yeah and tom was like you're not made for it you would end up hating everyone i was like they already do hate everyone yeah you'd be the one peering out the curtains that is right up your alley so into it yeah i think you should move there yeah i think so off you go i'm off to larimar Well, that's all we have for the episode. Don't forget to check out our subscription feed, Sometimes Extra, for a bit of extra juicy episodes from us and to support the pod. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Love, Love you. you. Bye.